All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Raya, and today we're going to talk about the top 10 reasons why you will not be successful, also known as the 10 saboteurs. These 10 saboteurs are preventing you from your next level of growth. These 10 saboteurs are not allowing you to achieve greatness. These 10 saboteurs are robbing you of the life you really want. Let's get right to it, guys. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to up-level their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources as well as Access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So when I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of physicians all over the country, they are, you know, cardiologists, surgeons, uh, family medicine doctors, hospice, ENT physicians, GI doctors, you know, they're physicians who've left medicine and now they're doing some consulting, they're doing side gigs, they're doing something called QMEs, you name it, I've spoken to them, but regardless of all the different backgrounds and places they all come from, they seem to still center on these 10 things, these anchors, these gremlins, this piece of head trash in your head that pulls you down. So let's get right into it. What are they? I don't have enough time or now is not the right time. When would now be the right time, right? So greatness is not something that will just, you know, stumble into your lap. It's not, you know, your ideal visionary life is not just going to just show up one day, right? You have to forge it. You have to create it. You have to manufacture the version of your life that you want right now. It's not going to be given to you. You have to go and take it, right? And you can, you can see I'm passionate about this, but because nothing was given to me. In fact, it was told that what I'm pursuing is not even possible. What I was pursuing was risky, was, was crazy. It's not what doctors do. But I believed in it. I sought help. I sought mentorship. I've created a plan and a vision. Then I took micro action toward it, okay? So realize no one is going to give you the time and there's never a right time. You make the time, you decide. And 
what gets scheduled gets done. You get your must done. You don't get your shoulds done. You get your must done. So make it a must, schedule it, make it into a fractional victory. If it's a huge goal, then take one-tenth of it, take one-fiftieth of it and start taking action. All right, that's number one. Number two, I don't know where to start or I don't have the right knowledge. Great. That's good. Declare that. Understand you don't know where to start and where to write knowledge. What do you do? What have you done in the past? Let's look at your track record of success. If you've listening to this podcast, what that means to me is one, you're, you're either in medical school, you're a resident, you're a fellow, or you're an attending and you're practicing. I don't care what stage of that journey I just listed that you are, but guess what? If you're here, you're one of the few. You're probably the 1% of the 1%. It is so difficult now to get into medical school. It is insane to imagine getting to a specialty, let alone one of those the super competitive specialties. And to have gone through all of that still with a smile on your face, and now you're ready to practice or you are practicing. And you know your, your main problem is, you know, oh, I want to do this next thing. And I don't know where to start. You've been trying to figure out, you know, these knowledge gaps throughout your whole life. You didn't know how to get into medical school. You figured it out. How? You mirrored success. You modeled success, right? So figure out, let's say you want to start a car wash business and you're a full-time um, hospitalist at a, at a hospital. Okay, great. So one, you got to learn about the car wash business. Maybe you talk to five different entrepreneurs who've already started car wash businesses. Maybe you Google on a podcast, hey, how to start a car wash business. Maybe you figure out, hey, maybe I should passively invest with someone else in a, in a car wash business so I understand the ins and outs of things, right? Maybe you read some books on it. You, you go interview, you know, 25 pod, uh, I'm sorry, uh, car wash owners and l- get, a, 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 you know, the whole thing figured out. And then, you know, after about six months, three to six months of research, you take a first step. You say, hey, look, maybe it doesn't make sense to be uh, the primary owner of a car wash because I'm working full time as a physician. So what can I do? What, what, what could you do is you partner with someone who already owns a car wash and say, Hey, look, can I come in? Can I help? Can I be a small fraction owner? Can I work with you? You know, hell, if you are so committed to this, I would say work full time as a hospitalist and go work in a car wash, you know, for that salary just for like two weeks for a month. So you know everything about it from the ground up. This is what the committed do, my friends. All right? So not knowing where to start, I've sort of explained that. Knowledge. You are surrounded by more knowledge now than any other time in history. You have more power in your phone, on your iPhone, than Bill Clinton did during his presidency. Like you have more access to up-to-date knowledge. You know, there's master classes, There's podcasts. There's books. There is you know, uh, audiobooks out there. There are people who've written white papers. There's research. Literally, you can Google anything and get a, a Wikipedia. You can get almost a master's degree in any, any topic. So it really is not an issue anymore. Next, I don't have a network. Great. Guess what? Every, uh, you know, uh, every master was once a disaster. You know, every genius was once an apprentice. So build the network. Let's say you want to, okay, let's, let's come up with something. 
you want to be a medical consultant for a biotech company and you're a full-time physician, but you've never done anything entrepreneurial. You're a W-2 for lifer. What that means is you've worked for corporations, you've worked for hospitals, and that's it. That's all you know. Okay, great. I want to work in tech. I want to work in biotech. I want to be a medical consultant. Great. Well, um, I know Vic talked about this guy who came up with this company called MD Flip, where doctors can now be freelancers for these companies. Let me put my, my name into that, that, that pool and, and start looking. Let me go to Dropout Club. I think it's dropoutclub.org or .com, a place where people who leave medicine go into these kind of fields. Let me go there and start talking to people and networking. Let me uh, go to a local meetup where it says people interested in careers outside of medicine. You know what? Let me go talk to some uh, either medical reps, device reps, other reps, and maybe they know people, physicians who've gone into that. Let me go talk to the company who I would love to work for and talk to uh, talk to their uh, either the clinical liaison or their scientific officer and ask, hey, how did you get to that position? Right. So you build the network, right? And with Facebook, Facebook groups, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, you know, all these networks. And then like, look, there's so many communities out there. There's uh, so many physician communities, there's a white coat investor community. You have your limitless MD community. You have passive income MD. There's so many groups out there where physicians are active and, and, and motivated to help each other. You can tap into that network easily. Define the goal, reverse engineer a game plan, execute the game plan, and modify and tweak as needed. To, as if, if you're going closer, continue. If you're going further away from your goal, adjust. Okay? That's number three. Number four, will this work for me? Well, we'll never know until you start and try, guys. You got you to gotta go forward. Go forth and make your future happen. Do not wait for the future to be given to you. Right? The best way to... Uh, to predict the future is to create it, right? So will this for, work for me? Well, not if you're sitting on your butt, you know, uh, watching Netflix and just chilling out and, and complaining about why medicine sucks or why your life is not where it wants to be or how they're doing so successful and you're not, right? You got to take action. This is called extreme ownership. Your ability to live a powerful, intentional Epic life is based on clarity, figure out what you want, confidence, and competence, right? And the competence comes from you taking, doing the reps, taking action, seeing if it works. And if it works, doubling down, right? And then from the competence that you get, you'll get the confidence, right? But all, it all starts with clarity and a decision. Next, my spouse is an obstacle. I call BS on that. Why? Because the spouse is not an obstacle. Your spouse is your support system, is your friend, is who you ended up you know, committing to, marrying, or being with in a long-term relationship. This is a person that cares about you, right? They're, yes, they may not understand your current goals, your current interest in pivoting, your current newest interest, but that's okay. It's up to you to help them understand that. When I wanted to be a functional medicine doctor, Mona didn't, didn't understand that. She was like, oh, I mean, I, I get it, but like, do you want to leave cardiology to do this? I don't understand, right? I had to help her extend my passion that I wanted to go after the root cause of disease instead of just treating the symptoms, right? I wanted to be the next level cardiologist out there, right? When I told her I wanted to do real estate, she was like, what, aren't you happy with your income as a cardiologist? Why would you pursue real estate, 
And I was like, look, I feel like there's more in me that I want to share with the world. And I had to explain it to her, but she gave me rules. Hey, look, you're not allowed to use our own money. You can't, uh, I, and you you can't, you know, reach out to uh, our friend circle. You have to guess stick to people we don't, we don't know. And so I try to, you know, abide by those rules and do that. But at some point we had conversations and she learned to understand what I was trying to do. And then she did support me. And that's why I am successful today. In fact, the spouse, more than being an obstacle, is maybe it's a misunderstanding. It's not you guys being on the same page. So communication is the key. Clarity is the key. Confidence and transference of that confidence from you to them will allow them to understand. And realize this, both of you realize this. If you're listening to this podcast, most likely you're a super successful physician. Worst case scenario, you try your venture, your business, your side gig, your hustle, your, you know, your pivot out, out of medicine even. And if it doesn't work out, you have something very few people in the world do, a six or seven-figure backup plan. Let me say this again, a six and a seven-figure backup plan. What that means is literally, it's really risk-free. What, you'll, you know, quote-unquote, lose like six months, maybe a year out of your life? Out of, like, if you plan to live 90 years of age, one year taking an, you know, a calculated risk and doing something you're passionate about is not the worst thing in the world, right? So you got to explain all this. You have to language in such a way that they see that you're, you're being smart about it. You're mitigating any risk and you're doing it in a safe way. When I decided to back off from cardiology, I didn't say, hey, I'm piecing out. You know, I'm not going to see you ever again. I'm just going doing something different. No, I'm like, look, I went from five days to, hey, maybe four and a half days to four days to three days until I felt comfortable and confident that I could do what I was trying to do. Okay. Number six, now is not the right time, not urgent. I think we've, we've, we've talked about that, right? The, if this is something that is a must, if you are truly passionate about something, then there is a sense of urgency because there's a opportunity of a lifetime, but there's also a lifetime of that opportunity, right? There's a, there's an opportunity for in certain areas in the world for real estate. There's certain times for Bitcoin and crypto. There are certain times for certain entrepreneurial ventures that you, you should take that, that chance and move forward because something is trending or a, an opportunity comes your way, right? You've been offered a position that is, you know, comes maybe once every seven years. You should take it if, if that's what you want. Now, if you're not that keen on any of this and you're comfortable and that comfort is essentially where you want to stay, then don't bother with all this. Then you're right. Now is not the right time. It is not urgent for you. It is not a must. It is a should. You're just interested. You're not committed. So back off and chill out. It's okay. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone is meant to, you know, uh, you know, sh shake the world. You can live a comfortable life, take care of your children, enjoy your life, you know, work out, have fun, donate to charities, you know, travel a couple of times a year and live a good life. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's what most people do. And that's beautiful. But know your truth, be authentic. If that's what you want to do, do that. And don't worry about what any, anyone else says. You're not here to um, compete or, 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 or be like anybody else or FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. You're here to be and do your authentic self. Okay. All right. I'm doing okay. I'm comfortable. <laughs> we, we've talked about that. Well, if you're doing okay and you're comfortable and you're happy being comfortable, truly happy, and there's not this like, man, I'm meant for more, like, 
I, there's, there's, there's something inside me that needs to come out. My song hasn't been sung yet. Well, if that's you, then you need to go for it. But if you're truly comfortable, you're doing okay, and you're fine with that, then be fine with that and don't try to do something else then and accept where you are, right? But I know the people listening to this podcast are not comfortable. They want to be courageous. They want to not be good. They want to go to be great. They don't want to be, you know, adequate. They want to be awesome, right? So if that's you, then rise up, my friend, and let's do this, okay? Um, I don't know what kind of program or coach I really need. Great. I didn't know either. I, 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 I met different people. Hey, hey, Vic seems like a good guy. Hey, he may, he may seem a good coach. I may be a good coach for you. I may not be. I don't know. You got to talk to people and see. And every person is not the right fit for every other person. So talk to, I would say, interview and talk to 10, 15 coaches. See who you jive with. See who, who, who drives you, pushes you, motivates you, who you want to emulate potentially, who's actually done the life experiences that you're looking to uh, create. Uh, uh, and look, you don't need a actual physical coach. I couldn't afford a coach when I got started. I had books first, books were my first coaches. Then, you know, I remember uh, going from uh, uh, Augusta, Georgia, where I was doing my medical school uh, at Medical College of Georgia to back to my parents' house in Atlanta. And it was a two hour drive to and fro. And I would listen to the same Tony Robbins, get the edge CDs over and over and over again, because that's what I could afford. It was like 300 bucks. It was a big deal. And I was like listening and savory. I would always memorize it. I would like, all right, this is when you're going to say this. And this is going to say this. And then, you know, and, and it was not until like three to five years later, I think I was, no, I was actually practicing. I was practicing as a, as a full-time attending. We're like, can I afford going to a conference? And, you know, and I was like, oh, it's 600 bucks. I don't know. And I did it. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And literally I was vibrating for about like, I don't know, six weeks after that event. And, and then, you know, I was like, yeah, one day I want to eventually get a coach. And then I think a couple of years later, I ended up getting a coach, man. It just felt like amazing. Right. So you, when, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? So you don't need anything professional at the beginning. If you're new to this space, you don't know anything yet. Read the books I've talked about on these podcasts, you know, go to uh, YouTube videos, uh, get free online courses. Don't pay money yet. Right. But if you really want to collapse time, you want to accelerate growth, you want to decrease your learning curve and get results in, in, in days, not decades. If you want to accelerate your, your, your ascension to, you know, excellence, to extraordinary, to awesomeness, then that's what a coach does, right? That's what a good coach does at least. So there's various forms of learning, up-leveling and optimization. And the coaching is sort of on the top spectrum of that. So if you are ready for that, take advantage of it. But there's, there's no need to not get coached from a book, from a podcast, from a YouTube video, uh, from online content, from blogs, from uh, summits. Okay. I already have a program of coach. Great. Use everything they're giving you and, and make sure you're, you're, you're squeezing the juice out of that coach or program. So you're succeeding, right? The worst thing the world is to have books on your shelf that you've never read, right? The worst thing the world is to sign up for a, a program and not even complete, you know, the first half of the program. 
right? Don't be a seminar junkie. Don't be a book junkie, right? Be a person that has fewer things, but utilizes them to their fullest. Consume the data, the information, the coaching, the uh, mentorship that you have and execute on it. Even if you learn one thing from the whole thing, and it, that one thing could essentially make you millions of dollars. That one thing could get you the right business partner. That one thing can take you to that next, next level. Okay. I can't afford it right now. I need a plan. I need to plan to invest. Fine. Look, uh, one of the one things I did is because I made this a priority, because I, I made you know investing in myself a priority, I've been essentially able to retire by the age of 40, right? And while my friends, instead of using this money for uh, uh, self-development, uh, uh, increasing their education, learn new things, going to conferences, going to meetings, networking, they would go to Bahamas. They would go to Mexico. They would buy a Porsche. They would buy a, a BMW. They would buy their McMansion. And they, again, they go from comfort to really, really comfortable, but they're never going to be you know, generational wealth. They're never going to be the 1% of the 1%. They are always going to be clocking in, clocking out, right? And I wanted to live in the rare air. I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be unique among unique people. You know, I wanted to be rare among rare men and women. And that's, I think I've been able to achieve some of that. And so it just depends on your level. What are your standards? Where do you want to go? If you want to go to that next, next level, if you want to become a multimillionaire, if you want to literally say, hey, look, I want to take a year off anytime I choose to. You have to put the energy, time, effort. You have to get the education. And this education is much different than the one you get in your medical school or in residency right? or in on-the-job training, right? This is stuff that you learn on, you know, through, through, through meeting entrepreneurs, through, through meeting uh, innovative people, people who, who are doing what most people do in a lifetime they do in, in a week, in a month, Right. So the people you surround yourself with is who you become, right? So your, your, your state, your story, your strategy, your standards, right? These are the things that elevate you. So guys, the gremlins again, what are the top 10 objections that are holding people back from their best life? I don't have time. Now is not the right time. I don't know where to start. The knowledge, I don't have a network. Will this work for me? My spouse doesn't agree with me. You know, I, it's not urgent. I'm doing okay. I'm comfortable. I don't know what kind of, where does, you know, what, what do I need? What program, book, coach, mentorship, you know, or I already have stuff, but you know, I'm still not where I want to, it didn't work for me uh, or I can't afford it, or I need a plan on, on how to make this happen. So it's all there for you. The objectives are all there and they sound best to the person making them, but there's also the success there for you too. Are you ready to take it? And with that, guys, I hope this was helpful. I try to be passionate. I try to <laughs> go all out because I really believe in you. I believe in what you're capable of. I believe in your next level of growth. I think this is the year. You are the person, and now is the time. God bless, and continue to be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.